Match day 36 in the books. Massive shift in the title race. Both coming from 3-0 results. Man City winning 3-0 at Goodison. Arsenal losing 3-0 at home to Brighton. All but wrapping up the title for Man City. Elsewhere around the Premier League, we have some action towards the bottom. Leeds get a shock result, drawing with Newcastle. And Southampton are officially relegated. All that and much more on this episode of the Premiership Results. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Back, Fuchs. You are an ostrich. Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all. Drama from day one! This is the league we want to watch! Relegated! What you gonna do, <laughs> brother? Southampton are officially relegated. What you gonna do when you play like poo and go down, brother? Southampton... Why are you hiring Nathan Jones, brother? Did you? I saw a rumor that they're uh, they're hiring this Russell Martin from Swansea, and then uh, they're uh, Swansea's rumored to hire Nathan Jones. Oh man! Well, you know, a he, Welsh man at a Welsh club, but he's a Cardiff guy. That's why people Ooh. are calling. People Ooh. are calling. Oh, I can't do that. People are calling Cap. <laughs> they're calling Cap on it, Sam. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Sam, how would you rate this? Weekend on a scale of one to ten in terms of entertainment. Um, I would say it was a solid. You know, there was some, there was some. Given how much scoring there's been, I'd say you know it's it's a little more tame, but it's been a it's been an exciting weekend in my opinion. It's really ramping up here down the stretch. Yeah, there was some good ones. Some action at the top and the bottom. That's all that matters. Yeah, it was kind of the mid-table games were a little bit meh. Oh, Palace and Bournemouth were meh for you. We got we got West Ham who played like a completely different eleven because they were preparing for their oh yeah conference well, final. If you saw them celebrating after winning their match, they're gonna probably feel like me and you out there yeah. at the weekend. Moise is gonna throw us out there. Throw me a net. Yes, the let's little get, guy. Let's get to the first game. Yeah, first game. You mentioned it in the intro. Big Sam. Leeds coming in at St. James's Park. Big match. Wait, Leeds didn't go to St. James's at Ellen Road. You're right. I have this wrong (laughs) in my notes. Big match at Ellen Road. Newcastle going to Ellen Road. Um, I don't know. Newcastle, I feel like Newcastle always start well. It's very rare to see them not like faster than the opposing team and just like ready to go right off the bat. But yeah. Um, yeah. Inside five minutes, Newcastle's humming along, but Sam leads 
Go Eight. down one time. Yeah. On the front foot, grab an early goal. Luke ailing. It feels like as bad as he is at defense that people hate on him. He randomly pops up he with gets his the meme goals. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Great celebrations. As always. Initial chance coming from Rodrigo. And it just He's makes cooking. you think, what if they had Rodrigo the whole season instead <laughs> of you, Pat Bumford? If you would have said that before the year, not necessarily about Pat Bamford, but about mm-hmm. Rodrigo, we would have been like, huh, look, yeah. at, look at you, look at us. Yeah. Saying Rodrigo makes a difference. You know what? That's the great thing about this podcast. We will fully admit when our opinion has changed. We... I was thinking about this the other day because there's certain predictions that go around each year and people are like, wow, I would have thought that. Mm-hmm. And mainly, you know what it was? It was the Bournemouth video. Did you see that? Where they cap- they pretty much tweeted yeah. all the people yep. and it was like, Bournemouth, last, going down, that, doing that. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, we have Bournemouth staying up. I mean, I no one had Bournemouth staying up, I guess. Put us on the payroll, Bournemouth. We support well, you. They won't do that because they didn't give you the PS5 FIFA Yeah, 23. they didn't give me the Gary O'Neill signed <laughs> copy. If I had that, it would be in one of those glass cases. Like a whole shrine. A shrine, in lights your, on it. Yeah. One of those like, it's, red it's pillows. Spinning. It's spinning. Spinning on a red pillow. Yeah. Yeah. Gary O'Neill, friend of the podcast, let's get him on. <laughs> Sign a copy. Of you call him. For you call him G O'Neill, but didn't put a space Go-Neil. between G. Yeah, yeah. Go Neil. Go Neil. Uh, back to the game. I mean, we're close like that, but yes. Uh, Newcastle kind of really grabbed the game back, created a few chances. Um, yeah, they were I'm cooking just, after the goal. I'm just always impressed by Newcastle's ability to whether they want to counter or they just kind of have that slow build-up play. There's so much. They have different aspects to their game. Yeah, that it's really. Probably one of the yeah, probably one of my favorite teams to watch in the league. For Absolutely, reason. they they are always entertaining. They they don't really drop off that much. You no. know, they start off strong, and if they don't have it, you can tell right off the bat. Yes, because then it's it's one of those games where if they're not humming in five minutes, it's like oh, well, yeah, they might not and have usually it they get off to a fast start, yeah. and they just kind of keep pressuring throughout the game. They had some chances. Um. after the goal. But then 27 minutes in, Jolington fouls Firpo from behind in the box. Stonewall penalty. Not sure. What, Why are you fouling Junior Firpo? What's that guy ever going to do? Yeah, what Big Joel was thinking there. But Nick Pope. Tactical, gain the momentum. It's almost <laughs> like a hockey fight at that point. You win the fight, your team's going to get built up. He's like, I've seen Pat Bamford. He can't score. He can't score. Nick Pope's going to save this pen, and we're going to get re- uh, re-energized. Nick Tactical Pope play from Jolinton. Gets down, saves the penalty, and then just two minutes later, Vober comes across. Isak gives away a penalty on the other side. But this time, Callum Wilson, top class, much better than Pat Bamford, scores 1-1. Much better than Pat Bamford. Much better than Pat Bamford. <laughs> He's the best. Uh, goes into halftime, one, one. Yeah, I thought Leeds under Big Sam these last couple games definitely better shape. Um, yes, but going forward they really didn't have that much edge, and I mean that's a Big Sam team that's just bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, potential handball in the sixty-sixth minute on Junior Firpo has his hands raised. Uh, reviewed by VAR and given. 
Possible yeah. second yellow card. I was surprised that they, they didn't, they didn't give it to him. Uh, Callum Wilson. Again, buries the penalty for his second goal of the day. There was a bit of a delay in the review. It took yeah. a while. Yeah, second half was a little more tame than the first half. Newcastle not uh, creating as much uh, chances. A little more in midfield, kind of slower play. Yeah. But your guy, Christensen. Christensen. Yes. Scoring from the volley. Deflection. Boom. 2-2. Sam loves him for the shaved head. Yeah, he looks just like me. The shaved Scandinavian. That's what they call him. Absolutely. That's what we call him now. Solidarity, brother. Uh, Yeah, Leeds getting the shock equalizer there. Uh, Chance for St. Maximin. Snapshot saved by Joel Robles. And then Junior Furpo does get sent off. This time <laughs> for a challenge on Mr. Gordon. Well deserved. Could have been a straight red card in all honesty. Yeah. It was it was rough. <laughs> He's like, I'm already on a yellow. Let's just make this happen. And then there was a real late chance, 90 plus 7 uh, for Shar. That Joel Robles makes the stop. Finishes 2-2. Disappointing for Newcastle. Yes. Dropping a couple points there to Leeds. Mm-hmm. When really they were... The better team for the ninety seven percent of the game. Yeah, they just conceded two times on like hey, two man. chances. That's what. That's big Sam Ball right there. Big you make Sam. your chances count. Smash and grab, baby. Getting a vital point. Yeah, for Leeds. Now they gotta make it count this weekend against West Ham when they uh, West Ham are gonna be. You'd think a little worn out. Yeah, absolutely. They probably play a rotated side again. Here's your uh, mid-table game that you're talking about, which was not as exciting as uh, well the other ones. It's Tottenham, lads. Yeah. I think anyone could have saw that coming. A Tottenham game <laughs> being uninteresting. Tottenham are like, you know what Tottenham need? They need Kai Havertz with the amount of times they go offside, especially in this, this game. This game was insane. Yeah, Sun this... was perpetually <laughs> offside. <laughs> they, they, they could really use Kai Havertz. It, he could take them over the top of where they need to be for being offsides. Okay, you put Son, yep. Havertz, Timo Werner, yeah. and Richarlison. Front four. Front four. Yeah, it's not like you have a midfield anyways with Hoiberg and stuff. Yeah, yeah. everyone's offside all the time. <laughs> all four offside at one time, that'd be so great. Yes. Let's get to the game. Starts off right away. Jacob Ramsey. Villa, doing what they do best, scoring within 15 minutes. Yeah. Leon Bailey, cooking up the assist. Absolutely. A couple chances for Tottenham. Sun gets in behind, then hits a post. Kane follows up with a shot that was saved, but Sun was offside. Yes. This is a common theme throughout this game. Yes. Uh, Big big save out of Frazier Forrester on Leon Bailey. From close range, avoids giving up a second goal there. And then a, a couple chances just before halftime. Including a post from Buendia. Yeah, Ollie Watkins can't get enough on the header to guide it in. And then Buendia, 43 minutes in, has a chance. Go off the bar, goes into halftime, 1-0. Villa could have been up by more. Yeah, it was... Uh... They definitely looked the better side. Um, you know, McGinn's been playing a lot well or a lot better lately, but 
this game, I don't know, it was just kind of okay. Yeah, Tottenham didn't really have much in terms of an attack other than Sun being offside. <laughs> well, you know, when you have to uh, bring Kulishevsky off the bench for Richarlison, you know, what are you going to do? You can't start that Kulishevsky guy. No, Take absolutely him away. not. Take him away. It's honestly been away. insane. You know, people we talk about, like, the drop-off of Kulishevsky, but he just, like, hasn't played. Yeah. He was hurt for a while, but they just, for some reason, don't want to play him. They'd yeah. rather play Richarlison. I mean, Kulishevsky was, like, a top-five player in the league last year. For a while, yeah. He had the attack going. Meanwhile, you got you got Son, Richarlison, perpetually offside. Kane, getting no love. Yeah, and you know, there's just certain this this team is just a bunch of guys that like don't make sense together. Like the whole Basuma thing, I just don't think that's gonna work. They should probably just sell him. Unless I mean somehow there's a way that Mason can make it work. I just don't see it. They should just try and reboot the whole midfield, and that does not include giving Ollie Skip leadership <laughs> qualities. Twenty four year old Ollie Skip. Yes. Le, Le Prospect Man. He might be the new uh, Jesse Lingard. He's like the ultimate. He's Jesse, Jesse Lingard combined with like Eric Dyer in one guy. He's the ultimate. Uh, oh, what's his name? Drawing a blank. Daniel Levy guy. He's probably on like 20K a week. <laughs> it's like, yeah, make that guy captain. Sign him 10 year contract. He's willing to play for cheap. Yeah. Uh, second half. Chance for Buendia cuts in from the right, has his shot pushed away by Frazier Forrester. Then a big double chance for Spurs. Kane can't equalize on a poor giveaway by Doug Louise. Really should have scored there. Mm-hmm. Another chance falls to Sun. Fails to score, but was offside anyways. That was embarrassing. Yeah, that was Had nice. the breakaway. Yeah, Kulashevsky had a good chance this uh, mm-hmm. half too, but it's Villa who grab... The second, Doug Lewis, your guy from, from a free, free kick. kick. Yeah. I think this this shows the downside of Fraser Forrester is that he's just not very fast. How about the downside of you're virtually playing a Southampton tier goalie in your Tottenham yes. Hotspur? Yes. I get he's your backup, but... You also didn't replace Hugo Lloris. This is like Lester, like complaining that you didn't replace Vardy or something. It's yeah, like you, have, you have you can't rely on like a thirty six, thirty seven year old guy forever. Yeah. Penalty shout as Emmy Martinez comes off his line, makes contact with Kane. That was absurd. Peter Banks goes to monitor. This this is not even deems it a penalty. This is not even we hate Tottenham bias. How is that called? It's. And you hate Emmy Martinez. <laughs> I know. How is this called? It, it's 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 insane. We've said it many times, but I I don't know what a penalty is anymore. Conspiracy Hank says the Premier League and the yeah. the FA they're tanking VAR on purpose. Yeah, they're trying to make it seem as bad as possible, and then they'll release a video midweek. Like, did you see that video that they released for the Havertz thing, where they're like, yeah. "Oh, look at this technology." And they can communicate to the referees. Like, oh yeah, it was it went off his hand and in. It's like, oh, the one out of yeah. twenty times you got it right. 
My favorite Big part. Ups. About, my favorite part about that video was them. It just started with uh, them yelling. One of the refs yelling. Uh, what is it? The acronym? It's like dog so or something. Yeah. Denial of clear <laughs> goal, goal. Clear goal scoring opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And the one ref's just like dog so, dog so, dog so, dog so. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is some excellent communication we yeah. have here. And yeah, it like you said, embarrassing that they have to like act like they're intellectuals by calling the most obvious handball yeah. in existence. Noses up their own butt smell their farts how good they are. Yeah. Ends 2-1. Yeah, Sonny had another chance at the end. Yeah, well. That he scored, but was offside again for the the hat trick of being offside. Yeah, the game of offsides for Tottenham. Um, Good win for Villa. Solid win, almost a must win to kind of keep your hopes alive given how Tottenham are playing. So, Ryan Mason (laughs) full-time. I think Daniel Levy looks, he says, oh, he's very cheap, yes. Very cheap, good meal. <laughs> good meal. <laughs> yeah, I think very so. Cheap, very cheap meal. You know, Daniel Levy, he's, he's a Todd thrifty Bo- kind of guy. Todd Bowley's eating, like, the most fancy meals. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Daniel, yeah, Daniel Levy's like, how about some ramen noodles yeah, real quick? It, Ryan Mason ramen noodles in the cupboard. <laughs> he's ordering off the dollar menu. Yeah. It's like, give me that small fry. Yes. Good I meal. can make it happen. I can make it work. Like, give me small fry and frosty. Wendy's good meal. Yes. It's got um, all the nutrition. Moving on to Sam's favorite game of the week. Oh, speaking I, of good meal. I said this as soon as we, we talked about this. Sam said he didn't watch us live, and I said this was an inter-squad scrimmage. After watching it, did it feel like that to you? Because it felt like that to me. They look like the same team. <laughs> <laughs> we're, you know, talking, we're talking I, Chelsea and Forrest. I, I, at this point, I was shit-talking Awonyi, and now he's just he's like goaded. He's popping off, dude. And it makes no sense. It's so funny. He's like brace every game. Yes. Guy's nuts. Um. Yeah, Chelsea start off holding the ball. Cannot pass. It's not possible. They're like, how about Lewis Hall? You play the ball, and he like rolls it about two feet forward. When I don't remember who that was, maybe to break up the wing, but that yeah. was the worst pass I've ever seen. Brutal. That'd be like a pitcher like spiking the ball in the ground, trying oh, yeah. to like throw a pitch. Doesn't even get the dirt still in the grass. Yeah. Um, first real chance for Forrest, and they take the goal. Uh, Awani on the header. It was swung in um, by Renan Lottie. I, I honestly felt good about Chelsea's chances to win this game, mainly because Brendan Johnson wasn't out there. I'm like, yeah. I feel like he'd, he's been playing better and he can counter. I don't see the upside of sitting him and bring him on later. Like, what? Well, I don't get it. But they go ahead. They get the goal early. People originally were complaining about Silva. And it, it, when I saw that, I was like, I think everyone needs to go back and watch Ed Bendy and what he was doing <laughs> on that play. Nothing about it made sense. He came out like four seconds too late and was nowhere near the ball, and then yeah. it was sailing in the net. Yeah, I thought it was a great cross from Lodi. It was. From uh, deep. Seems like he's been kind of finding a rhythm. Yeah, which is kind of, you know, I mean, we'll see if they pick up his option and stuff yeah. on the loan, but I, I don't know. Inouane, too big, too strong. But if Ed Mendy stays in net, he probably yeah. saves it. Yeah, probably. It it was a very head scratching. Either he had to come out reaction. way sooner, or he just stays in net and catches yeah, the ball. But mm. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, Chelsea kind of get the ball rolling a little again, but I just don't, and I'll never understand this. How do teams not just win the ball in midfield and immediately sprint at Forest? They're so slow. Mm -hmm. They're so uncoordinated as a team somehow still. Like, how are you not just getting the ball and running right I, at him? I think Chelsea is allergic to that. Yeah, that, well, like, that's oh, a... The best we can do is pass a ball and not get it anywhere near the final No, third. the best way that they could do it in this first half would be, like, have Jao Felix actually run at him, and then when there's a chance, he's just like, let me peel off real quick. And yeah. then he slows it down, and he's yeah. like, okay, now I'm going to tackers it up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, really? You probably could have just kind of kept going. I no, don't know what you're Got to let the defense get set. Yes. Uh, Chelsea's best chance of the first half, I guess, was Hall to Felix, and Felix had like a header, but pretty yeah. comfortable for Navas. And then uh, Force before the end of the second half was kind of frisky on some corner chances. Looked like they might double the lead. Fortunately for them, unable to. Goes in halftime one nil, and then second half Chelsea actually like didn't have a lobotomy. I don't know. They like <laughs> had their brain, whatever the reverse lobotomy is. They had their brain put back in. They had the the spike pulled out. Yeah, they're like, okay, we'll uh, we'll let Force kind of hold the ball here in midfield and think, you know, let's go for it. Yeah. And then they immediately countered, and Raheem Sterling gets a goal. Hank, Hank's guys, Chalaba to Sterling. <laughs> Whoa. You know what's sad, and no one no club. one even mentioned this for Chelsea fans. That was probably the best child was played all year, and it was him running forward. It wasn't even <laughs> yeah. him playing defense. It was him running up the wing and like yeah. square ball. That's and what I, I was <laughs> thinking. I was like, what? How is that? That was his best moment all year. He's played no good defense, but his best moment was running and doing that. Um, after that, a little kind of chaos to the game, a little back and forth. Um, Chelsea really kind of piling on. Gallagher had a chance, and then... Sam's guy, Raheem Sterling, Raz. again on the counterattack as Nottingham Forest is like falling over themselves getting back. Raz with the Riz, with the sauce. That was a nice shot, though. A little curler. Uh, I mean, he just about ended Felipe's career with the putting him on skates. Yeah, well, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, last assist you'll ever see of him in a Chelsea kit, you'd have to imagine. What a Chelsea football club. Legend. Legend. Um, And then Forrest go down. Get a set piece, or not a set piece. Oh, well, was it a set piece, and then they like crossed it, was it back a long in. Throw long that throw. Chelsea failed to clear. Yes, yeah. and then it got chipped back in. Awani somehow played on. They went to VAR for some reason because it got flicked, and it's like, what are we? What are you looking at? Waste of time. Yeah. Waste of time. Goes to two two. Um. Yeah, I mean the rest of the game there wasn't a ton of flow. I don't get so, and this is what's confusing to me about Chelsea too, is like they said some of the things that contributed to Potter going out mm -hmm. was him playing guys that have no future, <laughs> and then Frank Lampard comes in, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play Ziyech." Yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna play Hakim Ziyech. What future does that guy have at the club? Ziyech. <laughs> um, what is that? Obama Yang a couple weeks ago. Obama Yang. It's just like what I don't get it. At least they're playing Gallagher, and he he looks to be gaining some confidence at Chelsea playing a lot better. But loft his cheek. Um. Finishes two two. Not a ton to say about this one. 
No. Somehow not enough for Forrest to officially stay up. I thought this kept them up officially, but gives them a damn good chance, I guess. Yeah. Now we move on to Sam's favorite match of the weekend. Crystal Palace. Oh, my God. Eberitze Eze. Did you have your kid on? Absolutely goaded. I was... He was. He's in my fantasy team as of last week, and this is why he's goaded with the sauce. Yeah, and aside for that, I checked my score, and I was like 115 points. Callum Wilson, 48 points, captained him. Yeah. Absolutely goaded. And then I look at your team, 118. Yeah. 118. <laughs> what is this? Yes, stole my thunder. It's it's a tight race. Yeah, we're two points separated. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. I came, my, you my, were leading for like the whole season and I came back. I know. My team, 118. Wow. How many guys in double digits? One, two, three, four, five, six guys in double digits. Insanity. And Salah missed a breakaway goal. If that, if I lose to because Mo Salah <laughs> missed a breakaway goal against Leicester, I'll cry. Um, Crystal Palace, Bournemouth. It's kind of boring early on, to be honest. Palace kind of possessing the ball. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth kind of looking to get it and counter. It was really kind of in midfield. And Palace, not yeah. really a spot we ever see them with possession. Yeah, it was weird, Palace with possession, but... Not really creating chances, and then you have Brighton who want to counter. Brighton, Bournemouth. There's too many B teams in this goddamn league. <laughs> Bournemouth wanting to counter, uh, but it wasn't really cooking this game. You could kind of tell. Speaking of cooking, Joel Ward had some sauce. He dropped. He dropped <laughs> he a dirty move. Yeah. He dropped a dirty move. I was like, oh, Joel Ward, huh? Yeah, that was funny. Even that was everyone like in the, the crowd was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There was an early penalty shout, Zaha going down, tangling legs with Billing in the box, nothing given. Uh, chance for Zaha, whiffs on the ball at the back post. That's on talks of Zaha potentially staying at Palace for another year now. A one-year extension possibility on the table, I guess. Yeah. That'd be okay, I guess. Yeah. He's been looking better lately. Um, strange moment, 32nd minute from the corner. Anderson makes com- contact with Lerma's face. He just clocked him. He, yeah, he just <laughs> kind of hit him, and I don't know. It was weird. It, it didn't fully look on purpose. He probably tried to, like, yeah. bump him to get him off him, but it literally looked like he just clocked him because yeah. he definitely clenched his face. <laughs> Yeah, it it didn't look good. No, but VAR, you know, they're like, oh, roll the dice. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a two. So. Yeah, that's not. And, and then, then Palace get the goal. Palace get the goal. What a beautifully worked team goal there. Yeah, I mean that's just what you get when you have Jordan Ayew in attack, I guess. Jordan Ayew <laughs> is nuts. He loves playing under Roy Hodgson. Um, yeah, it leads to the easy goal for Eze. They say Jordan Ayew is long-lost son of Roy Hodgson. Why? Yes, exactly. Goes into halftime, 1-0. Second half, chance for Hughes. Catches a volley cleanly, but straight at Neto. And Zaha coming off on an injury. Yep, Zaha hurt. Who knows how long he'll be out for at this point. Yeah, maybe the year. It didn't look good. No. Uh, and then 58 minutes in. Palace doubled their lead. Elise plays a nice ball across the field to Eze. 
cuts inside, blasts a shot into the back of the net for the brace. Absolute class goal. These two goals were just beautiful from Palace. This is yeah. This is like peak Palace. You love to see it. And it, the whole game, I was just thinking like, Where Patrick Vieira didn't want to play Eze. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's very odd. So so stupid because obviously Eze and Elise, they're Are like the future too. of the club. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know, Bournemouth just kind of not really in the game. No, much. they're looking. They're looking towards next year to say the the least. Yeah. There's some news about Bournemouth. Uh, this week they they ended up buying uh, Troy for thirty mil officially from Laurent. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that's a lot. And then uh, Jeff Lerma is apparently leaving on a free, so he'll like he'll that. be he'll be at some random other team next year. He'll be at one Coventry. of the team that teams that comes Coventry up. Coventry Luton. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Either one of <laughs> no, those two teams it's... in the league. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's better than like Watford coming up. Dude, Luton, have you seen their stadium? You got to walk yeah. through someone's like kitchen. Yeah, that's amazing. Imagine Holland walking through someone's kitchen. <laughs> Um, I really don't remember much from the second half of this game. I'll be quite frank. No, that's that's about where my notes ended. <laughs> Finishes two nil. It was a game. It was good, a game. Two good goals. Glad to see for Palace. Yeah. Well, the rest of it was just kind of Bournemouth. You can coast to the end of the year. You're safe and made it up. Yeah. This game probably my least favorite game of the week. Yeah. This game unsurprisingly. This game hurt my eyes. Apparently, Luke Shaw won man of the match. Yeah, Manchester United versus Wolves at Old Trafford. Wolves had some good possession early yeah, on. Yeah, really, they had chances. I mean, obviously Dawson had one, but it's, you know, I don't know. Wolves Wolves always seem to play United tough no matter where it's at. And they won a couple of years ago at Old Trafford, so it's one of those things where you can never doubt them going in. But I just found it so funny that, there's all this buzz about United. Meanwhile, they're sitting back against Wolves at home. It's like yeah. this is embarrassing. Yeah. Well, what are you doing? You don't want to. You, listen, you don't want to go right at Dan Bentley. Okay. True. Shout out Dan, Dan Bentley ben- getting yes. in there. Let's go. He was popping off too. Second half went nuts. Eat your heart out, Jose. Saw you mug. Yeah. <laughs> Get replaced by a proper Englishman. Uh, Anthony. Had a lot of chances. Spinny man, he's. You know what? I'll say he's at least starting to create some stuff now. There's no execution of like any of this stuff, but he's at least creating chances. This is a start. The 100 million pound man. Yes, he's creating chances. <laughs> he's spinning. He had a great chance. Had a free header at the back post. Puts it well over. You don't really expect him to score headers. He is like four feet tall. Yeah, and he's got ramen noodle hair. It's so. the. It's the manlet. It's. Manlet FC out here. Anthony, Lissandro. <laughs> Only non-Manlet's Vekhorst, and he fucking stinks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's, he's well shit. Uh, Lissandro Martinez, did you say him? Yes. As, as Manlet. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, two minutes later, United get the opening goal. Some good buildup from United. Bruno Fernandez plays a through ball to lay spinny man. Squares across to Anthony and, Martial. Whoosh, why is he here? This guy's still on United, collecting the paycheck, scoring goals. 
can't be stopped. He's like the Kepa of like outfield players. Yes. 42nd minute, nearly an only own goal from Cunha on the corner. Dan Bentley does yeah. well to tip it over the bar. That's what we like. Goes into halftime, 1-0. Second half, another chance for Anthony. Goes right wide away. Of the post. Um, United looking better in the second half, actually possessing the ball, looking for the second goal. And Dan Bentley, the Dan Bentley show, fully started. Uh, made big stops on Sancho and then Casemiro. Bruno Vo- Casemiro. Voot Veghorst had a free header from a corner, put it way over. Just hilarious. The guy Cas- can't score. You know, Casemiro's kind of fallen off a cliff here lately. And really, once he got <laughs> those back-to-back reds, yeah. it was like it was all downhill. Yeah. At that point, United wasn't even really playing no. for anything. <laughs> no, but still. Uh, another big stop uh, from Bentley on Anthony. And then at the death, United make it 2-0. Bruno Fernandez plays Garnacho through on goal, and he does well to finish post in. Yeah, the little uh, counterattack action there. No one, no, I don't like that guy. I'll just say it. I don't like Garnacho. We talked about this before. Yeah, there's something I'm not about fan. him. I, although it is funny that they're getting more production out of him than Liz Spinnyman and Jaden Sancho. Sancho, yeah. That is quite that, funny. That is funny. <laughs> that is very funny. Just some random guy you pull out of nowhere. Yeah. That's a good meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scoreline a little bit favorable for United, I would say, in that one, but... Wolves didn't really do much in the second half. No, Wolves' attack in this was not really going, and it sounds like there's about to be kind of a squad overhaul in the summer for Wolves, um, especially with the main guy that you you think of when you think of Wolves, Ruben Neves, potentially allowed to leave. Yeah, This, this could be a make-or-break summer for Wolves in terms of the project going forward. Yeah, I think they did a decent job in the winter to – Bring in some some fresh talent. Just, we also spent fifty million guys like Cunha who haven't quite. Call me old fashioned. If you're worth like fifty to sixty million, did they mil, really I, spend fifty mil on him? About that. Okay, that's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. Maybe I'll look, he's like I'll the look new up Joel the figure. Yeah, let me look up the figure. So he's gonna get moved back to be a box to box midfielder and just pop off. Yeah, well, he's always more of a cam. Um, 50 million euro, so I guess 44 million pounds. Yeah, because he had a clause where if he appeared three times, they were obligated <laughs> to buy him. It's like, what kind of clause is that? That's some. Uh, you play him twice and then never play him? That's some clever accounting, is what that, that is. That's some Chelsea getting that Zacharia guy on loan or whatever his name is, Zacharia. Forgot but, about that, dude. Yeah. He's one of those guys that didn't William have a Jose. spot in the locker room. <laughs> William Jose. William Jose Award. Um, next game, Southampton versus Fulham. Talk about offensive games. This yes. was offensive to my eyes. Yeah. The only good sequence was that second goal for Fulham. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Southampton not only just like – sometimes Southampton will show some fight, especially early on. This one, they like didn't hold the ball. They didn't get any shots. Yeah. They just, like, they had, I guess, 
good amount of touches and stuff like throughout the game, but what what did it result in? Nothing. It was such a weak attempt at staying up. At it was pathetic. Up. It, was, it pathetic. was pathetic. It it honestly was pathetic. I saw there was a good amount of fans uh, on social media and stuff complaining about fans who are standing there applauding the team as they went down. They're like, these aren't even real people. How could anyone clap for this team? This team is pathetic. Some might say you're not fit to wear the shirt. Oh, that's Lester chanting after they lose to Fulham. Fulham will make you do that. You lose to Fulham, you're like, how's Vinicius scoring against us? <laughs> See, the, the problem with Southampton is that they didn't even show up. No. but I mean, I mean they, it's... They've had some games where they've made it interesting, and this was not one of them. If they're able to win... If they're able to win that Tottenham game or Arsenal game, I think things kind of turn a bit, and you might have some hope. Blowing, yeah. blowing games and stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, when you score three goals and don't win, yeah, that's bad. Well, their defense is very, very bad. It's bad. There were a couple handball shouts on the Yanko. Not given. That guy. See you later. <laughs> Smell you later, bro. That guy. I wonder where he's gonna go. I hope he leaves the probably, country. Probably. I was thinking go back to Italy, maybe yeah. France or something. I could see him there. Go far away from the Premier League. I could also see Forrest like, buying him. I have no proof <laughs> why yeah. I could see yeah, them buying him. True. Uh, William had a chance cleared off the line by Lianco. It was kind of the Lianco show, for better or for worse, yeah. in the first half. I did see that Brighton, Brighton are looking at getting... Chuck Alcatraz, which would be a very bright very snatch bright him move, up. Yeah. They're probably heated that Southampton guy. They're like, random South America guy who's good, not on our team. I don't think so, Southampton. It's like the laser eyes meme. Yeah, pretty much. Well, early in the second half, you know, we got the goal. Vinicius. Tottenham. Sell Kane. Hopefully have a buyback clause for this guy. Harry Reid, saucing it up. Vince McMahon smelling money. (laughs) (laughs) That's Vinicius. It is is so funny to think about Tottenham with Mourinho brought like this dude and like three other just absolute shitters (laughs) in his time. It was like this guy and Dombele. Who else did they bring in? Regulon. <laughs> it's like it's like the worst possible like windows imaginable. No one talks about it. My one memory of Vinicius at Tottenham was I don't have any, so oh, this will be interesting. It was a here. random FA Cup game. Yeah, where they played like a fucking like conference team. <laughs> yeah, and he scored a hat trick. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's it. Big that's his Tottenham career. <laughs> Well, that's what the Dan Juma guy did. He came on, first appearance for Tottenham in the FA Cup. He got a brace, and then they just never played him. I was like, oh, very cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. I feel like Southampton never really helped themselves out in terms of giving certain young guys more time, like Mara and stuff like that. But at the same time, if you're not going to fully commit to the young rebuild, it's like, what are you doing? You're constantly changing formations. This yeah. Ruben Sellas, this guy's been at the club the whole year with Haas and Hoodle, with um, Nathan, Jones. Nathan Jones. Maybe he stinks. <laughs> Maybe this guy stinks. I, I do think he does stink. I, I mean, the lineups he's putting out there is like, he, he, he changed the lineup literally every game. Yeah. It's like maybe some consistency would help. 
It also doesn't help that his like third best guy to pick from is Theo Walcott. That's true. <laughs> so I can't hate too much. But um, Fulham get a goal with Mitrovic. Harry Wilson. Harry Wilson renaissance towards the end of the year. And my fantasy Premier League team then the season for a reason. He's popping off. Yeah, Mitrovic getting subbed on after the eight-game suspension. Immediately yeah. scores. What else is new? He's building form for next year. Yes. Or he's like, hey, Chelsea, buy me. <laughs> uh, well. Finishes 2-0, Southampton going down. We already talked about why they got relegated last week, so. Yeah. Nothing to say. Fulham. Like, you just keep on trucking. It was it honestly a, just, like you said, such a pathetic performance out of Southampton. Yeah, just no no heart and soul. And that's when you can tell a team deserves to go down. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Southampton, you've been a staple for a while. I wish you could have stayed up, but like Sam just said, your team has no soul right now. So, see you later. And you thought that hiring Nathan Jones was a good idea? They blew it. They blew it. <sighs> they probably could have kept Hans and stayed up, but that's not even the point. They they should have sacked so many Hans. Other yeah, they should have sacked Hans a while back. Yeah, it's like you could have just went with a half decent manager. Yeah, could have brought in Gary O'Neill, Go O'Neill. <laughs> well, speaking of bringing in managers, Scott Fulham. Parker. Did you see that certain teams are looking at buying Marco Silva's like six million pound release clause from Fulham? Doesn't surprise me. That feels very risky, given the fact we've seen him be up and down no matter where he goes. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> people get enticed; they get lured in. You yeah, know, they don't. They don't look at the the downfalls. They only look at ooh, shiny. Inform. What have you done for me lately? Oh, you're popping off. Yeah, the phone. everyone's got the short term memory. Um, Brentford West Ham. Yeah, this game was fucking awful. This game did stink. Because West Ham. Let I me, don't think they tried. Let me hit their... I, I don't want to say... I let don't me wanna. hit their lineup quick. We got Fabianski, Ben Johnson, Ogbana, Aguirre, Emerson, Fornals, Lanzini, Flynn Downs, Max, Maxi Cornet. <laughs> forgot this guy was at the club. Uh, Suchek and Danny Yings. It's like, what are we going for here? That midfield is... It's definitely not relegation tier. <laughs> it's definitely not that. The defense was looking pretty rough as well yeah it's bad when you let brian and bumo score yeah you know it's the saddest part about this game well we'll just go over it and i was gonna i was just gonna get into like something that happened like the very end with the overturned <laughs> goal um yeah brentford you know they haven't looked all that sharp but in this game they at least did have good amount of ball good amount of uh you know, possession at times. Yeah. Damsgaard was out there. He was at least doing some stuff. Yeah, he had a couple chances he really should have scored on. Mm-hmm. Just a brutal giveaway for the first goal from Aguirre. <laughs> Sometimes he looks amazing, and other times he looks yeah. like trash. Mm-hmm. This time he looked like trash. Uh, just Hence why he's at West Ham. Yeah, gave it away. Um, Little Jensen action. Jensen to Mbumo. Mm-hmm. Boom for 1-0. Boom. A few more chances. Fabianski makes a good stop on Wiesa. And then the flurry of chances from the long throw. But Fabianski makes a pair of nice saves and a couple of vital blocks. Yeah, Shada actually looked pretty decent this game, too, in terms of doing some stuff. He's out there making things happen. I haven't seen many flashes from him, if I'm being quite frank, but... uh I think my big thing part. with him is it's just like the end product, really. Yeah. It's been 
really rough. Poor. But not for Wisa. Johan Wisa. The long throw, Brentford style, ben flipped me, on baby. by Ben Me. Yeah. You'll love to see it. Classic. Goes in halftime 2 0. After that, I couldn't tell you what happened. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. It was it was bad. It was just bad. I mean there was there's some minus, some bad giveaways from West Ham. Minus the overturn goal, of course, which is what I was gonna start with, which was, would have been funny to start with like the seventieth minute when Ings scored and was overturned. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um Ben Ramba puts a cross off the post, falls to Lindsay, and he crosses back to Inks for the goal. Disallowed for handball. And it was like, this was the one where it just bounced off, and there was literally nothing yeah. you could even do about it. Nope. So stupid. But, you know, sometimes they say, oh, too close. Oh, nothing you could do about it. And this time they say, nope. Yeah. This time they say, nope. No yeah, consistency. I, I didn't like that call at all. A uh, couple of chances throughout the end of the second half, I guess. Um, mainly for Brentford um, and Bumu had a couple, uh, but nothing, nothing that crazy. It was kind of more of a game where Brentford was bound to win, given the fact that West Ham wasn't trying. But finishes two nil. The main storyline for Brentford this week: Ivan Tony suspended eight months, going to come back January of next year. They're looking to lock him up to a contract. I mean, even though he's suspended eight months, don't you feel like this might be peak value for Ivan Tony still? Like, he's proven back-to-back years he's a consistent Premier League goal scorer. Yeah, peak value, but also I think peak time to sign him to a new contract. Okay. But if I were Tony, I'd... Probably push for a move. I'd want to get on a better team. No offense to Brentford, but I think he's just, you know, could be playing for a top top team. Yeah, I think he could be playing for a Champions League tier team, to be quite frank. Yeah. Chelsea? Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> good meal. Good meal, good meal, good meal. I feel like he'd, he'd fit the Chelsea profile, what they're trying to do. Yeah. You know. He's an actual just nine that is around and knows where to be, what to do. And but yet he has up. some, he has pace and strength. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, what Sam doesn't like is Man City 3-0 on Everton's You know, head. I do hate Man City. I just want to say this. It. It's very odd that people will complain about Jose Mourinho playing terrorism ball for Roma to go to a, a Europa League final. Uh-huh. And, and their argument is stuff about like Pep and Man City, and it's like, not everyone has to play that way, one, but two, Man City, it's not always the prettiest no. to see them hold the ball against Everton. No. Like, the first 30 minutes of this game, what was pretty and cool about this? And Nothing. It's, it's not only this game. They do that, like, literally every game. Yeah. I don't, I, am I missing something? Do I have, like, a little puzzle piece missing from my no, brain? No, I'm with because <laughs> if you look at those, if you look at, like, 95% of Man City's time on the ball it's just like this boring passing and they do it every game and then kind of out of nowhere they just score goals they'll lull you to sleep pull the defense out just a slight bit and they're able to work it but exactly you know so the whole like beautiful game this is not like they're getting the ball and like running at no the other team no newcastle is like 20 times more entertaining than yes man city 100 percent 
Man City. I I hate Man City. <laughs> I hate everything they've done. I I hate what they stand for. They're, it sucks because I like I do I do like Holland and I like Grealish, but they're a plight on world football. They're the true terrorism ball, not Mourinho parking the bus. Absolutely, they've they've ruined the game. Honestly, I find the relegation battles more interesting. And, like, the fight for, like, top four more interesting than the titles at this point. Yeah. Let's get to the game. It was really just a bunch of fouls early on. That's really all it was. It was some possession for City and a lot of fouls yeah. that led to nothing. Um, Mars, I think, had the first shot around the 30th minute, like I said. And then out of nothing, Ilkay Gundogan with just the sauce. Gundogan... You know, I've been saying it. I think he is, like, super important for City. And you look look at his usage in the first half of the season yeah. versus the second half of the season. He wasn't playing that much in the first half of the season. Yeah. Second half of the season, he's been playing, like, every game. And they've been popping off. He's been popping off. Part of it, too, is they limit him because I think he does have some. He is. Uh, not injury-prone yeah. concerns, but he, you got to monitor him yeah. that way. But, but I think... Here's my hot take. I think he's yeah. better than De Bruyne. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's what I like to hear. I think he, if it weren't for Holland, he'd be the best player on the team. You, you'd have to. Uh, De Bruyne has you'd some have high to, highs. You, but me and you would have an intellectual debate between Ilkay Gendouan and Nathan Ake. Nathan Ake. I just think the way my that, boy Ake, that, too good. that Gundogan kind of makes everything come together yeah. for City. I I I was gonna. I'm not kidding about Nathan Ake though. But I would have the uh, I'd have the conversation that he's better than Ruben Diaz. Could we have that conversation? I guess I don't know. All right, all right. Yeah, you. I'll have my Ake <laughs> better than Diaz. You have your Gendouan better than yeah. De Bruyne. Take and we'll shake hands. It'll be the <laughs> it'll be the Carl Weathers Arnold Schwarzenegger like yeah. coming together. City City hot takes. Yeah. Uh. Everything collapsed at this moment. They said, no more. We give up. And Erling Holland comes down, gets a tap-in header from the Ilkay Gindawan cross. Yeah. Um, goes in halftime 2-0. Second half, what, five minutes in, they get a free kick, and Ilkay Gindawan just curls it upper 90. It, it looked like he didn't even try. No. He just pinpoint placed it. He is playing at an insane level right yeah. now. Um, don't remember much other than uh, Tarkovsky had a chance at it off the bar. I thought that was Onana. I was gonna say it was like tipped onto the bar by Ederson. I thought it was Onana. I don't remember. The world will never know. Yeah. What matters is that it didn't go in. What matters is that this game stunk. It did stink. You know what I've Man noticed City is stinks. Man City haven't been able to farm the. Uh, the Mares, like in these games against teams that aren't very good, they used to be able to kind of throw them out there and be like, all right, you cook, yeah. do your thing. He gets on a little burner when they kind of have to play like the 14th, 15th, 16th play team. He hasn't been able to do that lately. Yeah, I think I think with Gundogan in there, it just... Yeah, but I mean... They, they play get, more they, centrally than... I guess. Than like, you know, wide. Yeah, well, they don't have guys like Cancelo and stuff, but... Because he's going to Arsenal, apparently. Yes, let's go. Let's go. That's going to be great. <laughs> nah, you're going to hate him. 
Yeah, I do hate that game. <laughs> uh, this game finishes 3-0. City must win. Obviously, Everton, you didn't expect much. I told you once. I think Everton might be done getting points. I hate to say that, but it felt like after that Brighton win, it was like, this is definitely their last one. They might get a draw or something, but yeah, it'll be tough with Wolves at the weekend. And let's go to the game to where the title died. And I felt bad for Sam. This game was this, an embarrassment, honestly. This game, I felt bad for you. But given the fact that I genuinely wanted Arsenal to win the title this year, Sam, this makes me hate Arsenal. This this was This makes me hate Arsenal. This I don't know is what to tell uh you. this is like old school Arsenal. Old school being like the past few years. You yeah, know, not the Venger. They just show up and it's like Oh, okay, so like we're not gonna try at yeah. all. And we're was, just gonna suck. And we're just gonna allow we're gonna allow this other team to just you know, possess the ball I, I at did, our home stadium. I did like the game because there's there weren't many great chances and teams are they're kind of failed each other out, but they're both playing to their strengths. And I like that when teams go kinda of see what you got, see what I got kind of thing. But um Odegaard and Jesus chances around fifteen and twenty five minute mark but you're right brighton was holding the ball a lot yeah they weren't creating a ton but they're holding the ball um tough scene martinelli going down trossard on terrible tackle from uh caicedo yeah but we can't forget martinelli crashing into dr dribbles <laughs> yeah that was unbelievable brutal. just a hip check to the skull <laughs> yeah i was surprised he didn't break his jaw or oh, something oh my gosh He's a samurai warrior, so you don't dare say that. Matoma knows. That's true. He's hardcore. He's going to have to wear one of those helmets that they put on Shohei Otani when he hits a home run. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chosart Sky's a good chance. He's See, this is what happens. You, you didn't play him when he's good. Now he's falling out of form. Yeah. That was a tough one. Brighton's best chance first half was to NCISO, and he skied it. Um, Arsenal just... I guess if you recap what happened, they just didn't bring their shooting boots. And, you know, credit credit to Brian for doing the dirty work and hanging in there. But at the same time, if Arsenal just can finish, it's probably at least 1-0, maybe 2-0? I think there's, there's an element of not being able to finish. There's an element of not, not really, you know, forcing your way through you know, yeah. sometimes you got to run through there's, the wall. There's something, too, about Arsenal having their best player, or sp- supposedly best player, be Bakayo Saka. Mm-hmm. And he's he's young. When things are going great, you know, he's doing well. He hasn't been playing that well lately. Arsenal have been kind of slipping results-wise. Yeah. And then he missed that penalty against West Ham, and it feels like ever since then it's just yeah, kind of all the air is sunk out of the – yeah, or left the left the balloon, so to speak, or something. Some some stupid expression that I can't think of because I have four brain cells. Yeah, no, you're right. I think I mean it's a combination of form and also that he plays like literally every minute of every single yeah. game, and that that comes that down to Arteta. Yeah, man management. Uh, there's definitely some times where you know Trossard could have been out there started or even if you play soccer like half a game and take him off yeah i don't know um goes half time nil nil second half brighton get a goal early on from the header in CISO. potential foul on kivor kivior yeah 100 percent was a foul 
Well, you know, at you can you can it this is this stepped, is the Premier League c- Cinderella team, okay, Brighton. Everyone loves Brighton. Out. Everyone loves them so much that everyone's going to just pillage their team and take their best guys. And of course, classic VAR barely looks at it at all. Really should what have been disallowed. What else is new? And you know, and you know what? Let's just let's just team up right here. Fuck this Inciso guy. Hits a banger against Chelsea for no reason. Yeah. Gets a crap header tap in from point blank. You know, Who's this guy? I was actually getting really pissed at Brighton because they were just, they were stopping the game so much, going on the ground. Yeah. You know, the ball they was barely the in play. Yeah, Arsenal could not get any flow. Disrupt the flow. Whatsoever. Not saying it was yeah. really Brighton's fault that Arsenal sucked, but it was really annoying that Brighton was doing that. Chances few and far in between at times in this half. Um, Trossard, another big chance uh, that was put wide unfortunately arsenal kind of was looking the better side for a good chunk of it and then playing out of the back Trosa i guess trossard's fault i guess yeah. yeah it was blocked and it chips towards undov who's wide open but he was played on and he chips ramsdale this had to this had to feel terrible that of all the guys to take away your chance at title <laughs> it was dennis undov no dennis undov is is the the good side of Neil Moppy. <laughs> I I take back what I said about Undav. Undav is now goaded. <laughs> well, I'm sure Newcastle fans feel the he's, same. He's already ten times the player that Neil Moppy is. Well, that's not saying much. That's like saying ten times zero. So he's zero. That's not cool. Yeah, and then just to add insult to injury, Undav with the shot save, re- rebound falls to a Nan. I was going to apologize to Nan given this performance, and we kind of hit on him early on. He's been playing a lot better, but he played so bad against he Newcastle. He got, Newcastle. he got shrimp on the barbie out there. I think that's just the Nan experience. He either cooks or is the one who gets cooked. <laughs> um, Feels bad for Arsenal. Three nil. It was a pathetic game. It was. Yeah. It was a Southampton tier <laughs> performance with the season on the line. It's just this. It's like, I mean, I get it. You know, they already kind of conceded the fact that they're not winning yeah. the title. But come on, at least finish off on a high note. You're at home. Now you got Jaka leaving in the summer. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't right. mind that. You know. Yeah, but still an experienced guy. On. Let me tell you about experience. My experience of watching Leicester City these last few weeks. Good team. I pretty much guaranteed you, Sam, after about 10 minutes into that Fulham-Leicester game that Leicester were going down. Yes. I tell you what, this game just reinforced my <laughs> beliefs. Um, Leicester looked fast early, but you know, not not creating a ton of chances. They did have one good Vardy chance. Unfortunately, he's going against Allison, who is too big, makes the save. Um Liverpool kind of slow it down. They're going really far left in possession, and I was like, "You got Trent Alexander-Arnold and Sal on one side, and you're just letting like Luis Diaz try to create his own." I was like, "I don't know uh, about that." You know what? You know who else is on the left side? Curtis Jones. Oh yeah, cook him, cook him, let him cook, let this man cook. Andy Bobertson on that side too. Let this man cook. Some quick passing on the counter leads from a solid dime. Far post to Curtis Jones. A little tap in. That ball was filth. That was absolutely dirty. Some great passing. And then Lester goes asleep immediately after the kickoff. 
Uh, Liverpool go down and two minutes later grab another one. Salah supplies Jones once again. At first glance, I thought it was off, and I was like, oh, it's not going to count. They're like, they reviewed it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. he's actually on. And they drew the lines right. It made sense. <laughs> yeah, this was actually just a great goal from Liverpool. I mean, this was like peak Liverpool, yeah. moving the ball so so nicely, and that finish from Curtis Jones was actually amazing. And then they almost got a third in about three minutes, but Gakpo with that shot, He's like, how about I, yeah. I, I think he hates Everson. He's like, I'm just going to kick it as hard as I can at him from my point blank. They had like a four on one there. <laughs> <laughs> Lester's like, no, no we're not going to go for it. Two uh, nil at halftime. Second half, Lester start definitely in the attacking fashion, but not enough in the attack to really create a goal for the most part. Um, yeah. Best chance was Harvey Barnes with the upper 90 curler, which was saved. And then the Alexander Arnold free kick. With Salah, that yeah. was absolutely amazing. That was amazing. And then Sam's guy, Mo Salah, with the absolute shank for no reason. He at just the end does of, those every now and then. It's so funny. Yeah. It's like, Martin Tyler's God. like, oh, and the nut's not bulging. Can we talk about how bad Martin he Tyler stinks. is? I think everyone knows that now. He's bad. Yeah, he is. Did you, go, I'll send you the link for it so you can listen. But the whole... Everything that's going around Twitter today was Chelsea 11 years ago won the Champions League against Bayern, and him and Gary Neville's call in the game. Amazing. Yeah. And now it's like he just doesn't care. He doesn't care. Someone will score a goal, and it's like the ball just went out of play or something. The last time I remember him getting excited was last year, the Arsenal-Everton game, when Damari Gray hit like virtually like a walk-off goal. Yeah. But even then, he's like, oh, hey, oh. And it's like... That was insane. They just came down and had a counterattack goal in the game. Yeah, that was like the the you know, the second and third goals. He was just like Curtis Jones scores another. This is what Curtis Jones does. And it's like first off, does he? Is that what he does? <laughs> I didn't know that. That's news to me. Second off, that was an an amazing goal. What are you doing? Yeah. Did you have your eyes shut when this happened? And yeah, you looked up and saw like, he scored? such an amazing like silky smooth and then that free kick was just absolute oh my gosh filth. that Trent Alexander Arnold moving him up the pitch saying hey you have defensive responsibilities but we're just going to ignore a good chunk of them yeah. and you can kind of we'll just have everyone else cover for you is what it is finishes 3-0 Liverpool the push go on get in there yes Against we a very decent Leicester City side. <laughs> yes, absolutely, John Morley. Lots of respect for Dean Smith. Thank you, John Morley, for joining the podcast. Oh, finally. Oh, Curtis Jones, Brace. I saw it coming I told all you these years. We could beat Leicester without Voodfoss' own goals. <laughs> and look at you. Hold that. Hold that. <laughs> Trent, welcome back. Welcome back. It's good to have you back. Scoring free kick goals. Get in. Big ups, John Morley. Let's go to the last game, Brighton, Newcastle. Yeah, we started with Newcastle. We end with Newcastle. This one a little better performance. If, does it feel kind of messed up to you that Brighton put all their eggs in one basket and were like, yeah, we're going to lose to Everton, and we're going to lose to Newcastle real bad, and then we're just going to beat Arsenal? That's what. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, this is so the team that stomped Arsenal. You hate Dejerby now. And Arsenal went to Newcastle, got a big win, and yes. then at home 
They just Funny how the Premier League works. Park. Yeah. Funny how it works. See, that's the enjoyable part, not yes. Man City. Yes. Um, Newcastle dominant early. Uh, Brighton's passing in this game. Definitely not superb, to say the least. And kind of, yeah. if they didn't have attacks, it felt like they just settled for kind of longer shots. It was like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Didn't like what they're doing. Soft shots right at Pope. Um, they get an own goal to open up action. I didn't see who was officially credited to. Yeah, okay. Because it was him and I want to say, not a stupid Caicedo. nun, Caicedo, both yeah. going forward. Well, you know, Undav is just so class. He scores goals both ends of the pitch. Yes. Uh, that, Bright- that puts uh, six own goals for Brighton, which ties since 2014 or something. Very nice. Um, Brighton kind of pinned in. Uh, you know, I think Brighton, they did that because they love Bobby Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. Who I saw has been like completely dropped from the yep. team. He, w- he wasn't even on the bench. That's great. He's like, get me out of here. I want to be moved just like McAllister and yeah, this. And it's like, really? Because I think now we've seen Steele be like just as good as you. You'll probably move to like maybe West Ham at best. I would say even better, honestly. Yeah, well, you're Bobby big Jason Steele. Was like, he he just have those like tomato in the face because he dropped he face would like drop the ball mistakes. for no reason yeah. like right in front of the other team and i was like what are you doing not to mention jason Steele. we didn't mention this in the arsenal game but his distribution was fantastic yeah this game not so much yeah um second half dan burn with the goal not only the goal the knee slide the knee slide with oh. absolute no respect but hey he's a big newcastle boyhood fan so you know i would need hits him with too. the dad hits him with the dad Second half, um, Newcastle keep the, the momentum, almost score, but then Undov. Dennis Undov. And how about Chelsea's finest, Billy Gilmore? What a ball. Ooh. This is just adding more to the fact that Thomas Toko genuinely cannot identify talent. <laughs> he's like, this guy stinks. I can't play him. Well, I think he might stink. I think he, I think he's coming around, Sam. He's coming I around. Think He's about was, to be unlocked. I didn't know he was in the game until he made that pass. Yeah, well, then he made the pass. And then he made the pass. And really, it was Dennis Undoff who's goaded. So, well. You know, did all the hard work, no, the heavy lifting. Then, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, some more chances for Newcastle. Scramble in front of the Brighton goal. Steele gets down, makes a good save. And then Van Hecke. Van Hecke. This guy. Just gets played at the most random yep. times. Um, funny moment as Inciso and Almiron square off in a Paraguayan scuffle. Well, I tell you what. Miggy Almiron this game had it cooking. He was cooking. Uh, and then Newcastle went for the double cook at the end, 89 minutes in, <laughs> hitting on the counter. Wilson takes advantage of Brighton's suicide high line. Gets all the way down to score. Two minutes later, Bruno G caps off for the fourth goal after Wilson gets in behind again and squares across. Yes. Big win. Yes. Newcastle, 4-1. Shall we walk through the rest of the table just to see? So we have City atop with three games to go for them. Arsenal in second, two games to go, four points back. Newcastle. Sitting there feeling pretty good about themselves. Um, 
sitting on 69 points. United, 66 points uh, with 35 played. I, cl- I clicked on the Premier League 2 table for some reason, and I saw Chelsea in third place. Yes, absolutely. This? Liverpool in fifth. Why is it default to 65th. the... 65th. Here, let me look and see what I, you're I looking at. I can't pull up. Crystal Palace in fourth. I can't, Good meal. I can't pull up the table. Blackburn or over is nice. It gives me Premier League Division That's 2. Okay. That's okay. Premier Cup. Brighton, 35 games, 58 points. Tottenham, 36 games, 57 points. Villa, 36 games, 57 points. There it is. Um, I found it. At the bottom, we have... Southampton, relegated. 19th, Leicester, they have 30 points, 36 played. Leeds in 18th, 36 played, 31 points. Everton sitting in 17th, 36 played, 32 points. And Forest, 36 games played, 34 points. All in the running. Forest have to feel a little uneasy, I suppose, because of the minus goal differential. They have the, the largest in terms of being the most negative. Um, let's get to some let's get to some fixtures here, Sammy. Yes, we got 12. Yeah, well, we got Tottenham and Brentford right off the bat. Unfortunately, we got to watch City uh, twice. Yeah, well, we got to watch Tottenham play Brentford. That's true. Brentford might get to that number I sent solely for the fact that they get to play these teams who don't care about their (laughs) season. And And you might say, well, what does Brentford have to play for? It's like... They're at least like can walk and breathe and chew gum at the same time. I mean, they can they can function. These other teams, West Ham's throwing out Flynn Downs and Maxi Cornet in midfield. <laughs> let me Tottenham doesn't have. Let a me tell you team. what's going to go down here. Brentford's going to win, and then Tottenham's going to hire Tommy Frank next season. Okay, they're going to be like, oh, look at this guy. He's pretty good. You've had some, Let's do some had, long throw-ins. If we've ever been cold on anything, the managers, Sam, Sam's weakness is managers and calling what's going to happen with managers. <laughs> Mine, I don't know. I have too that's, many weaknesses That's because to count. teams are idiots and do stupid shit like that's true. Nathan Jones. They have no idea what they're doing. Yes. Although, to be fair, you called the Rodgers sack just too early, I think. Yes. This year with that one. Um. I said what, that what, Gary O'Neill was goaded from the get-go. So you're going so. Brentford, what, 2-0? Uh, I'll say 2-1. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. Bournemouth, Manchester United. Well. Bournemouth don't have much to play for, but United look really crap. This yeah. feels like one where United's <laughs> going to win 1-0 and it would be like a penalty. And it's like you shouldn't feel good about it, United, but they will. Yeah, I agree. I think Bournemouth has kind of packed it in for the season. I think one nil is a good one. I could also, there's like a five percent chance of this. This is a this is last year's Brighton game for United, and they just lose like four to nil. <laughs> I could see it. I could just see. It. It I don't happen. know why, but I could see it. Make it happen. Um, Fulham, Palace. I yeah. feel like we just had this game, but we definitely didn't. It yeah. it hasn't been a while, but I feel like it just happened. Yeah, two teams that don't have a whole lot to play for here. Yeah, but Fulham are kind of killing it, and Palace are kind of killing it. We'll see. Yeah, I think I'm going to say Fulham 2-0. I'm going to go with a uh, 2-2 draw. I was tempted, but Palace, they really didn't look that great other than the goals. Yeah, well, Etze's out there. That's all I care about. Liverpool, Villa. This would be a... This should be a doozy, but a we'll see. humdinger of a match. But Liverpool probably just hold the ball and say, Villa, you can't have it. We're just going to hold it and do nothing. Perhaps. Um, 
Yeah, given this will be an, an intriguing one. I'm going to go 2-1 Liverpool. I'm going to say 3-2 Liverpool. Aston Villa score the first goal within 15 minutes. Wow. Wolves, Everton. Everton need this one bad. This is their chance. Is it? This is their chance. Because Wolves at home, bruh. Yeah, I know, but they're not beating Man City out here, so. You you live in your fantasy world where Sean, where Sean Dyche masterclasses don't exist. Yes. I don't have faith. I mean, Sean Dyche masterclasses exist, but not at the Molyneux. Not at the Molyneux. You know, I think they could do it. I, I know. I could see if any team were to beat Wolves at home, it would be like Everton 1-0, and it's like a Tarkovsky header. Yeah. Yeah. It like deflects off Dan Bentley's head and in. Oh no, not Dan Bentley. <laughs> it's a keeper. Dan goal. Bentley is nuts. I like okay, him. He's th- I, he's one for the future. We we have shipped off Jose. Saw we flew him to the airport. He's yeah. like, I'm not on off the team. We're like, no, Dan Bentley's here. Yeah, we, we like Dan. He's our guy. Now. We're shaking his hand as Jose saws on the plane, like flying off the turkey. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Uh, two one Everton. I'm gonna go with a goaded one nil Wolves victory. One nil Wolves victory. All right, Forest versus Arsenal at the City Ground. Forest have it all the picture. Sean <laughs> that's so funny with big, big Sam, mouth. big Sam, Sean Dyche, and then Gibbs, Gibbs White. White. <laughs> <laughs> so it was so funny about that. Um. This is Forrest's chance. I mean, Arsenal don't have a ton to play for, but they'll... Yeah. I could see Forrest winning this one, honestly, after that stinker that Arsenal dropped. See, but then there's not as much pressure on Arsenal, and they could go back to playing how they normally play. And it's not at home. I'm going to go with a 2-1 Arsenal... Or a 3-2 Arsenal victory. I'll say 2-2. Okay. Um, What else we got for this week? West Ham and Leeds... Come on, Leeds. Leeds, this is your chance because West Ham don't care anymore. Yeah, Big Sam. Could he do it to his old club? Could he do it? Because old club let him so. do it? I think so. I'm going to say a draw. I don't feel great about it. I'm going to go with a 1-1 one, one draw. I'm going to say a 1-0 Leeds. Rodrigo. Oh, yes. Tasty goal. Good meal. We need the Scottish announcer for this one. And that is... It's Rodrigo! <laughs> Who sends Leeds fan? Rodrigo. <laughs> What's a goal? Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Jurgen Klopp. You're missing. Brighton, Southampton. Ah, yes, what a goal, Didi Hammond. <laughs> Brighton, Southampton. This game feels illegal. <laughs> I, I think you have to legally stream it for to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's they, not even on Peacock they or shouldn't televise on it. USA. Um. They should just give free points to whoever plays Southampton at this point. No, I think Southampton should get points so then they can say, oh, look at this, we were close. It was close. Uh, Brighton have been playing bad. Southampton don't have anything to play for. I'll say Brighton 1-0, but who ah, honestly cares? Yeah, I'll say 2-0 Brighton. Man City, Chelsea. Will my club just lay down and let City win the league like 6-0? Probably. This is going to... Yeah, remember that last time Chelsea were, they weren't really bad, but they were pretty bad. Was that the second year of Conte? When they were going to get relegated? No, that was that was, that uh, was Mourinho. Mourinho, and then it was Conte's first year. I guess they only finished, what, fifth or sixth that year under Conte? But they were so bad. Like Higuain walking off the field <laughs> like miserable, 
And Man City won like 6 0. That's what's going to happen this time. Gallagher's going to get like a red. This is going to be like sadness. It's going to be like, okay, City won, but at what cost? Because this was pathetic. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Man City 4 0. Man City 4 0. I'm going to say Man City 3 0. Good Mm -hmm. meal. Wonderful Mm -hmm. meal. What's you guys' predictions for this game? I'm going Chelsea 3 0. (laughs) Newcastle Leicester. Monday night Leicester. Monday night Leicester, we call it. This could be bad. (laughs) Next year, there'll be Friday night Leicester. You know why? (laughs) Because they're going to be in the fucking championship. Um, I'm going to go 3-0 Newcastle. And I think James Madison mid-game might switch kits. I think at halftime, I think (laughs) he just switches kits to Newcastle. come on. Make it happen. And Harvey Barnes is looking, and he's like, but I could go West Ham or Newcastle. uh, Who do I go to? I don't know. I'm going to say 5-1 Newcastle. 5-1. 5-1. Who scores for Leicester? Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes. Yes. One more, one uh, more vintage Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes. Hey, man. I called that he would pop off for him. Yeah. And he has. Unfortunately, they actually don't have a defense. And it's always when they're already getting shit on. Brighton, Man City. Man City at Brighton, 2-0. League's I'm not already in. over. I'm not going into it. 4-3. 4-3. Brighton. It's going to happen. Man U, Chelsea. I think we should make Sam watch this game like six this, times. <laughs> why is this a game on Thursday? Nil-nil. 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 It's always nil-nil. Nil-nil. Good meal. Let me look at the recent score line. I swear every time they play, one, it's one, nil-nil. 1-1. One, 1-1. One, 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 nil-nil. Nil-nil. Yeah. Two, this two, this four, is illegal. Nil. This is illegal. If you draw five times in a row, you don't play the game. Good meal. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> I hate these this teams. Is, this is the ultimate good meal. I'm gonna say Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea win. I'm gonna say Chelsea win two one. I'm gonna say nil nil. <laughs> no, it is nil nil. It's gotta be nil nil. Yes. Any specific prediction, or was the Rodrigo one your call? I feel like he's half your prediction. Well, you I got Rodrigo. I got Harvey Barnes in the garbage time. There's a lot going I, on this I, weekend. I gave you the Thomas Frank is going to get I, hired. I mean, that's more of a long-haul prediction. I was talking to our good our good pal who places bets for us. Our bookie. There's no there's no good odds this weekend and nothing what I trust. What are the odds on Chelsea uh, United nil-nil? Specifically nil-nil? I don't know. Should I look at what the draw could be? Let them cook. Yes. Bournemouth plus five hundred to beat United tomorrow. Let Arsenal minus one seventy. Who don't want that? Chelsea plus nine fifty to beat City. That's insane. Mm, let's see here. A draws plus three thirty for United Chelsea. Hit it. Once once Thursday rolls around, that's the bet. I'll that's a value know. bet right there. Might as well. I mean, 90% of the, the games deal. are draws. <laughs> doesn't matter if it's nil-nil, 1-1, one, one, or 2-2. Two, two, they're draws. Yeah. They're drawers. All right. <laughs> they're drawers. Anything else you'd like to say before we depart, Samuel? Uh, send Man City down to the conference. Good meal. Send them into administration. Save the league. Good God meal. God save the Todd league. Todd Bowley. <laughs> All right, signing off. Premiership Perusal Podcast. Bueno meal.